Yo, 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 what up, baby? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. This is Oz here behind the mic again. Welcome you back to another episode. We're talking Quakes. We're talking MLS. We're talking soccer, baby. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind everybody, you can follow me on Instagram at FWH Podcast. There's no matches, so there's very not much going on there, but... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me a follow. I put some episode updates and stuff on there. You could also, uh, I don't know how you listen to this show, but this show is definitely available on all the major networks, all the major podcast networks. I don't know how you call it. Spotify, Google, Apple podcasts. It's all there. And yeah, dude, we're back here. Another week. MLS is back. It's been a strange week. Um, the, the quakes were scheduled to play last Wednesday. Uh, of course, by now everybody knows what, what the hell happened, what was going on. Again, another, another black man was shot by the police, uh, in video came out and the basketball players, I think it started with basketball, but ultimately all, all major league matches, except for one that they were, postponed the players said fuck that we're not playing we are using our platform as a voice and dude that's fucking i don't know i I, it's fucking so cool it's so fucking badass um i know it it gets some people get frustrated thinking oh they're just athletes they should focus on that everyone's trying to fucking be famous now but no, dude, the thing is, is that is why this matters, because that's exactly what it just, we're just defaulted to think that, like, dude, these athletes, they get paid a lot, they're fucking celebrities, they should just, you know, they stick to their thing, they don't really know anything else, this is their one lane, but no, they're fucking, they're citizens just like us, they're humans just like us, they're part of everything just like us, and... I, I love that they're finally doing that, but you know, it's not just, it's not just one comment after, you know, in the post game conference or it's not a tweet or something. Dude, this is that fucking, they can't like you again, you can't, obviously they could, but like it's the, the fucking most of the contracts, you know, NBA, I'm sure MLS as well. Like, it's illegal for the players to just do that. You can't just not show up. And so for them to put their whole, essentially, career, I mean, come on, let's be honest, it would have worked out. But, you know, they, the the union could nullify its contract with the fucking team or with the players. And But the players said, fuck that. We would like to show that it is, it, this is how much, how bad it's gotten that we are willing to stake our, our, you know, put that it there. Yeah. Okay. We are millionaires for playing a game. We're willing to put, to put that up, you know? So, so we have, would have, you know, if, if we would have to go back to being a regular person working a eight to five job, they're willing to do that. But anyway, I, I was really, really proud. I, of course I was, very excited to watch the quakes play it had been so long and it's been a fucking weird season as it is but i 100 percent support what the players did 
and I yeah I I'm, I'm not upset that they didn't play as soon as I saw that that they they were protesting and and not or yeah and not playing I I was 100% fully supportive of it completely happy it actually allowed me to stay at the bar and have another beer because I was gonna have to leave because um they don't the fucking again social distancing is me and like three other people at the bar and yeah so anyway yeah i i don't know i support the players i i got their back that shit was um yeah they're they're they're, like i said you can be upset all you want but that's kind of the point and and i fully i fully support that and i'm glad and i'm so happy that the major league soccer as well i'm not gonna lie dude i when i was sitting there watching the 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 basketball you know just you know seeing the news coming out that the, the nba is doing it i'm like come on man mls can't do it <laughs> mls players can't afford this they can't afford to get their contracts voided but and they said fuck you us we can and i i love that yeah i love that that they did that i fully support them in, in whatever they keep doing uh, to get attention to this what's going on around the country because Obviously, it's gotten to a point where it's it change just needs to happen. There's no more waiting. And there's no more anything else. It just it just things just need to get better. So good on the players, dude. Good on the players. I got their back. Whoever the hell I may be, but I got it. Uh, but anyway, after that, Quakes did ended up uh, resuming the league. Well, the Quakes and everybody else. Uh, the first game back, of course, it was a Cali Clasico. Of course, man. I would this fuck yeah. I always get excited. I don't care, man. Like I've said before, even if these dudes played in a fucking parking lot, like it would be on. It would be the fucking Quakes and Galaxy in the Clasico. Had another Clasico. Another. I'm not gonna call it a Clasico, but it was fucking good. There's <laughs> another again five five goals back and forth. The Quakes couldn't keep the lead. Galaxy, dude, Galaxy seemed to be figuring it the fuck out. I guess they got do it as much as I hate to admit it because it's fucking Galaxy, fucking Pavon's. I fucking that dude's cool. I like that guy. He plays a plays a entertaining style of soccer but um dude quakes take the early lead actually i think i might have drawn but they were leading give up the give up the lead for to tie it and then they they just fucking galaxy kept pushing and kept pushing and eventually they got through and dude i i, I I didn't even want to. It's a fucking classico. They're just so damn emotional after them. But I got my notes here say when will we ever stop complaining about VAR? Because there was a couple instances, and of course, I'm a Quakes fan. I'm super biased. But the one of the Galaxy's goal, the penalty, Cade Cowell called for a handball in the box. Looked like it potentially went off his chest, kind of chest, shoulder type area. I mean, just but still not not a hand, or it could have gone up oh, off his upper arm, 
There was one replay. I was so fucking sure. I was so like, come on. Come come on. Like, that's so fucking obvious. But then I saw one replay, which there was only like three angles that they showed you. But one, I was like, okay. Okay, I can see that with the black on the on the sleeve and the black on the chest. How that could looks like it could be the chest, but it is the arm. Especially at the angle that it bounced at. But ultimately what i don't get is just like why not look at it why not look at it in that situation again if if i had major league soccer representative in front of me they would say they did look at it they did did look at it somebody looked at it and he was in the ref's ear and he and he told him you know probably said nope i saw we saw the right angle we made the right call there's nothing weird about it um, so yeah, that that's what they would say. But shit, and, you know, as a fan, in such a pivotal match, th- these it's a shortened season. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, they added, uh, I think one. Yeah, they added a team to to the playoffs. But <sighs> I thought the whole point of v- about VAR was to get it right. But that's that's obviously wrong. That's not the point of of VAR. It's it's just to catch referees in very, very bad errors if they are to occur. That's that's where I, I think I get upset at and where I get it where it gets upset is that VAR is not there to make sure the match is called correctly. It's there to make sure that if the ref makes a huge mistake, he has an opportunity to possibly look again. And that is so like a fucking lawyer type way of having to describe it, which is so stupid because it should just be about getting it right. Right? (laughs) I don't know. And of course, dude, it's fucking galaxy. You don't want to fucking lose a galaxy. Don't want to lose the galaxy ever, especially when you have the lead. You're down in Los Angeles. A, a win there keeps, you know, revives this momentum. That I mean, Minnesota is again has the Quakes number, so it's not like that was a big shock, really. So there was still momentum from how they had played previously, and. You're riding. You go in there, and it looks like it's going. It looks like the momentum is still going. But a couple of controversial controversial calls don't go your way. And all of a sudden, you see yourself on the losing end. And this the other team now, Galaxy, seems to be gaining momentum. Definitely not blaming the ref, but I'm not. I'm not. You don't get an out. Come on, get the fuck out of here. You're the ref. I'm never going to pay you a compliment. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't be mean to refs, yo. They have a very difficult job. And they get it wrong so often that they they have a whole video replay system now. Um, But I'm not bitter. (laughs) So Quakes lose, got a classical bullshit. Uh, But hey, out of out of tragedy comes good things. Kate Cowell scores his first goal. A fucking great goal. Fucking, what do they call, call it? Howler? Huh, is that the correct term? I don't know if that was that. It sounded loud, but when it's that quiet, of course it sounds loud. But 
Dude, it was a great goal. Uh, amazing, you know, great first goal. Uh, I expect more. Dude, at 16, at 16, I, I've spoken about him before here. I love, when when was it? I, one of these more recent episodes, then I talk about new players. New players come on. Every once in a while, a new player comes on. Like I said, like a Jackson Ewell was the last one before Cade that I remember that they just come on. They're young and they come on and they play like, like, like some fucking 10 year, 10 year veterans that have played in, in top European leagues and shit. They come in with this fucking confidence and the ones, some of them you're like, Holy fuck. Like again, the Jackson, you go back to Jackson, you and you would see this, this fucking confidence of this fucking kid and then he would try to make these passes, and they would, and again, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But enough of those those fucking passes connected that you're like, "Holy shit, this kid's got something. What the fuck is? How does it? He's got some. He's got a target, you know, like he can create a target from his foot. Like I don't know. You would see. I'm I'm not talking at Jackson Yule at this point, but when you would see Jackson Yule and you would see him take those chances. And he would make mistakes. He would make a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. It's not like Jackson Yule came on and, and was this amazing player um, that didn't make mistakes. He was definitely an amazing player, but he made a lot of mistakes. But he made enough amazing plays that you're like, dude, this is not a fluke. This is not just some kid who's getting lucky doing some cr- some crazy stuff. He's he's legit. And you see Jackson Yule still blossoming into a really, really great player for the San Jose Earthquakes and for the U.S. national team on that. And Cade Cowell is another one that I had the, the very same impression. Dude, I had my first impression, little story time here. My first impression of Cade Cowell, I first saw him, I had heard about him last year and I hadn't seen him. I saw him first, and this is last year in uh, 2019. So this is March of 2019. The Quakes do their media day right, be- you know, right before the season starts. So I'm 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 at media day, and there, I see them interviewing. There's this guy getting interviewed. This tall, built, fucking athlete. Obviously, this fucking huge fucking athlete. And he's got this big, his scrum around him. And I I honestly, I was like, what the fuck? Like, are the Quakes, I bet the Quakes are going to announce some fucking, some big sign. This dude's got to be like some European cows. Like, I don't know, maybe some Switzerland, again, you know, some, not Swedish. I don't know. He looked kind of Swiss. I don't know why. He looked Swiss. Um, So I was like, dude, maybe the Quakes, um, because around that time, I forgot what it was. What, what were they fucking announced? There was some deal. Actually, Kate Cowell was the, the, the announcement. The signing of, of the actual, the official signing of Kate Cowell, I believe, was the announcement. But I was like, dude, they probably signed some player from Europe. Look at this dude. This guy looks fucking, this guy looks like a fucking Adonis, you know? And so I asked, I think it might have been like the, the camera guy from Telemundo or something. And I'm like, Who the, who's that? And he's like, that's Cade Cowell. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I had heard again, I had I had heard about him. And 
I was like, Jesus Christ, this dude's huge. The dude's fucking huge. And then you see him on the practice pitch, and he's fucking fast. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, this 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 kid's special, you know, this kid's special. And not only that, he's coming into Matias Almeida's system. Matias and again, I'm not trying to throw shade on no no none of the previous coaches, but man, we all saw how how Tommy struggled to get fucking playing time and where he is now. But dude, to see you know, this dude was coming in so young with Matias Almeida and I was just like fuck this kid yes I'm fucking excited for this kid he he looks amazing he stands out when you're out there on the practice pitch he stands out when he's standing here among dude that dude next to Shay Salinas come on I'm, <laughs> it's so crazy and Shay Salinas is built but yeah so and then, so that was my introduction to Cade Cow. I was so fucking excited to see him on the practice field, to see him, you know, at, at the stadium. And then, of course, Almeida gave him fucking chances. And I, I remember it was the same thing that I saw from from Yule. You cow, as, as soon as he got on the pitch, he started acting like he had fucking been there for for a decade. He had no fucking fear, full confidence, running at full speed at people, and and making mistakes. And that that dude that, that really got me excited. I I really got excited. And at the MLS's back tournament, he got even more confident and just like, dude, this kid, this kid is fucking on the verge. And then here we go, Cali Clasico playing your rivals this is you know literally well you know there's obviously so many controversies now but this is one of the biggest rivalry matches in the league you're at in los angeles granted there's no fans but it's a big deal it's a big deal players know about it everyone knows that fucking match and he goes out there and he scores and like I said, I couldn't be I couldn't be prouder. I couldn't be more excited, happier as a Quakes fan. That that kid, definitely not saying he's just some kind of second coming or something. I'm not gonna try to predict his future, but his potential is amazing, and it's exciting. It's exciting that there's at, hopefully at least one more season of Almeida. I think Almeida understands how weird this was so hopefully we see Almeida back in 2021 that'd be right right before K turns 18 or maybe I mean I don't know how exactly his date his birthday but um again it'll be right around his 18th birthday to see if Matias decides to just fucking be our dude for a while but anyway it, it is a great opportunity for Cade to really really learn from one of the better coaches in the league and for and for, as a quakes fan we, you know we we may get an awesome player out of it and as weird as this sounds i i definitely want to get this out there because i 
this is where the league is heading. Um, this he may be good enough that you can sell off to a European team and make a little money, and you know put that in the development or put that into signing another player, and that might I know. <laughs> As Quakes fans were like, fuck, dude, finally got a guy. We're talking about fucking, we're talking about selling him off, but that's that's the name of the game. That's, this is uh, as a business as much as it is a sport nowadays. And in order to compete with the LAFCs, with the Minnesota Uniteds, with Miami, Inter, Pink Flamingos, with the Pink Flamingos, um, you, you got you to gotta spend. You got to spend, and if, you, if you're if you going to spend, if the owner wants to open up his wallet, he's got to see money coming in. And if you can find players to sell off, then you can probably convince the owner to open up that wallet, build the roster better. I don't know. Like I said, I hate to admit it. I, I'm, I'm, I hate to sound like some kind of stooge or some fucking bootlicker or some shit because I, I hate that that's how it is, but that's the reality of how it is. You got to, you got to, you bring some players up through your system, sell them off to Europe, show other players that, hey, the Quakes are a pipeline to better, bigger leagues until Major League gets there. I don't know. Maybe eventually Major League will, will become the buying league. But at the moment, Major League soccer needs to become a selling league. It needs to find those good players, especially here. You can go to South America and find a bunch of great players. And then in the United States, you have 300 fucking million people. Most of us are fucking immigrants or child children of immigrants. We grew up with this sport. This country has amazing players that are not being found, that are falling through the cracks at this point. It is it is mind-boggling it's mind-boggling and i i say that only because i don't want to say that it's racist because i don't want to open that fucking can of worms but in the reality if you look at it it's probably because it's racist and it's not racist by design it's just how it worked out and people need to stop being offended at that that that's how it is and just realize that that's what's going on. Because the players on the U.S. national team right now are not the best 18 players in the country. There are better soccer players out there. And some of them are working at fucking Wendy's. Some of them are picking spinach. Some of them are picking blueberries. Some of them are fucking busboys at restaurants. Some of them are working at a hotel, you know. There are amazing soccer players everywhere. That's the that's what I love about this sport, and what I don't this country doesn't seem to get yet is that it's the great equalizer. That's why the world loves this sport because it doesn't fucking matter who you are or where you're from. We can all fucking play. You got a fucking you got a bundle of sticks. You got a you got a coconut. You got a, a sweater. You got what, whatever the hell you need. You can you can use that. Start kicking it around as a ball. You know, use a couple of rocks as a goal. There you go. You have fucking soccer. That's why the world loves soccer. Because of fucking stories like Leo Messi. 
Leo Messi does not come. I guess Leo Messi is probably a, a bad example, but <laughs> I mean, even that they they still don't come from this fucking super mega rich family. Even though they obviously Barcelona is the one paid for a bunch of that stuff, but anyway, soccer is that team that sport where that kid that has nothing, nothing but a bundle of dirty clothes that he turns into a soccer ball can become a hero to millions of others. That's why fucking the world loves soccer. Not because, not because the kids with the fucking best gear make, you know, make for the best game. Everyone plays the same fucking game. You, you can, you can get an entertaining match anywhere. In soccer, there's fucking cleats. There's shin guards. And there's nowadays, you know, mouthpiece or something. It is the most accessible sport. It should be the most accessible sport, but this country does not fucking get it. Um, And I apologize for getting on that rant. I was over here fucking singing Cade Cowell's praises and then I get on that rant. But it's just been on my mind, especially with the players protesting. I mean, they're not protesting the system, the American soccer system, but they're, they're protesting injustices. And to me, it, it I don't know. I, it was one of the last U S men's national teams that I was watching and they do their huddle, obviously right before the, right before the match, you know, the little pump up and I was just, and I was seeing it and they, you know, and I seen them talk and I was like, Holy shit. Like I've played against this team before. I remember this is the team from the nice part of town. <laughs> this is the team. This is the team from the wealthy part of town. I've played them. Where I'm from, it's it's called Palma High. <laughs> you know, when when we would play, I mean, I would play. I played football, American football, in high school. But when we played, that's who that's who they looked like. We looked like we were playing the U.S. men's national team who do not look like like what the country actually looks like. It looks like the people that can afford that shit. It looks like the people that can afford the traveling teams, the academies. I know that fucking MLS say, oh, all our academies are free. All our academies are free. Yeah, but the teams, the academies that feed to that usually are not. You don't have scouts on the fucking walking the streets, finding these players. And I'm not blaming. Again, it's so easy to come back and say, we don't have those resources at the moment. I get it. I get it. But with, with the power of U S soccer with U S soccer controlling the marketing, I mean, I'm not saying U S soccer, like I know U S soccer is actually like a company or a term, but I mean like the American soccer system, the American soccer system does all the marketing so much so that it does again for the Mexican national team. You know, there's fucking money in that shit. There is somewhere. There's a ton of fucking money in the American soccer system, but yet teams here in, in, in Salinas where I'm recording and one of the, what, like what I've said, what I believe is, is one of the soccer hotbeds of this country, the hometown of Ramiro Corrales, the hometown of David Estrada, who played for the Sounders, the hometown of fucking Willie Ochoa, the 
you know, 15 year old the Quakes just signed. This is a, a, a fucking a soccer fucking hotbed. And the Quakes have no presence here. You'll see, you'll see more Seattle Sounders jerseys on fucking, when you go to the, around here, it's called the Constitution Soccer Complex. It's a huge, um, it's like Hackney Marsh, man. It's like, it's literally, it's even an old marshland. It's, it's like Salinas Hackney Marsh. There are several thousand players every weekend. I mean, it's there seven days a week, but on the weekends, it's several thousand people, literally two to 3,000 people in this huge area just playing soccer. And, and you will see more Seattle Sounder fucking jersey dude this you'll see more lafc fucking shit there now and i i know they had a big fucking sexy marketing scheme but that's they're they're like three years old the quakes have been in san jose since 1996 since fucking 1974 if you want to go that far back you know in 1996 dude salinas in the mid 90s had California Jaguars, who at that point, I mean, there was no MLS, but they were one of the best teams in one of the bigger leagues playing in a town of 100-something thousand people, just over 100,000 people. And then when that league fell apart, which, again, MLS came right after that, where would you know i don't know i don't know it's it's mind blowing how you can you can have such a soccer hotbed which is so close and even at that san jose has is dude san jose just go to any street corner in san jose and send people walk by to you they're all 10 different nationalities san jose is diverse as fuck and so everyone loves soccer there. How could you not have a, a ferment, ferment, fervent? Why am I trying to sound smart? Is it the whiskey? But how, how could you not have a huge soccer community that just loves and supports this team? San Jose is a hockey town. San Jose is a hockey town. And I again, I've said it before, and I don't know if that that's any revelation to anybody, but San Jose is a hockey town. The Quakes have very little presence in a in a huge city. Again, I think the tenth biggest city in the country that has one other major sports team. The 49ers, they're in Santa Clara. They're, you know, 20 miles away from downtown San Jose. Maybe even more. I don't know. How, I don't know the distance. The Warriors are in San Francisco. The Giants are in San Francisco. You know, all all you have down in the South Bay, and at that, the 49ers play eight home games a year. It's not a lot. They don't, oh, I'm like, they don't go to playoffs, but they do now. So you don't, you have one other team, one other team for your competition in the 10th biggest city in the United States, and you can't find 18,000 people. Anyway, I'm getting off that fucking. I'm sorry. This was this went on way too long. I didn't. I didn't mean to get there and that upset. It's just been 
just been thinking about that stuff because um, the fucking they 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 love to come out and say that they're doing better, but where are the results? Where are the results? We'll see. We'll see this coming up World Cup cycle. Uh, but this coming up MLS cycle for the San Jose Earthquakes is LAFC. They they're playing uh, well today. <laughs> this um, I'm recording this before the match, so I I don't know how it goes or how how it ended up. But anyway, they play tonight at 8 p.m. on Unimas. If you somehow listen to this before that, um, LAFC dude, woo, the Quakes are are going. They're going for that first win. Quakes have, like I said, they're, they've not been in the league that long, but the Quakes have never beat them. Still not, still not good. But LAFC is, dude, they are, they're hurting. They're hurting for, for a team that came out like they did, that looks like what they're trying to do. They, they really fucked up. They're not doing well. They, they've won what, twice this year, I believe? They've won twice. They've lost twice and drawn three times this season, including the MLS's back tournament. One of those wins was a six to two shellacking of Galaxy at the beginning of the of that tournament, where it seemed like everything was going to be righted there for Mister Bradley. But nope, things aren't going well. Things are not going well. Their latest was a 3-1 loss uh, to Seattle. Seattle, of course. I mean, Seattle ain't no chump. So, but 3-1? 3-1, dude, they've, they've given up 15 goals. They've given up 15 goals in seven matches. They're, that's not good. <laughs> that, that's really not good. Um. The, they're right there, right also, right above, barely, barely clinging the Quakes um, um, to that seventh spot right above the San Jose Earthquakes. The San Jose Earthquakes are still, hey, magically, look at that. They're still in the playoffs. MLS added an extra team because Galaxy actually, because of that 6-2 shellacking, San Jose Earthquakes are currently in that final spot. Uh, because Galaxy have a worse goal differential at negative three, the Quakes are at negative one. Quakes gotta get gotta figure it out, man. Uh, anyway, that that'll be big. That'll be big tonight. LAFC, like I said, the Quakes will never beat them. That they want to really bad, and this is this is a good chance, and it, it'll it can be good for the Quakes to kind of right their ship. Trying to, again, trying to get back that momentum. You had a tough loss against your, your rival. You know, you can't let that get in your head, but you can bounce right back. You're still in Los Angeles. And, yeah, you, you beat LAFC. You, you you beat him for the first time. You're feeling good. Keeps you right into this whatever playoff hunt is, is going on in 2020. And, yeah, it would, it would just feel good. It would feel good, and and it would it would you know that should really sound the alarms for LAFC. Not not because San Jose is a terrible team, but if they can't they can't figure it out, they can't write the ship. They they gotta really 
look at their roster, look at Bob Bradley, look at something. Something's going on. Something's not working at LAFC. It's a weird, weird season for everybody. But they seem to really um, be discombobulated. That being said, they've they've loved to pick on the San Jose Earthquakes in the past, and now and with this again kind of high pressure style that the Quakes play, they 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 have the ability to to give up a lot of goals, and LAFC has the ability to score a lot of goals. So if there's ever a, an opponent that LAFC would love to write their ship with San Jose is definitely a good one. They know what they can, they know how to beat them. They know that they've beat them in the past. They know that they need to do something to show their supporters as well, that they're, you know, that everything's all right, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel good about it. I, I, I mean, you know, I, every, like I said, every match now with Matias, I feel like like the Quakes have a, a good chance at winning. LAFC is not doing well. You know, Cade Cowell scored the. I don't. Know, it was a tough loss. It definitely was a tough loss against LA. But I don't know. It didn't feel like one of them backbreaking type losses. Like I, I feel like the team could shake it off and say, "Hey, we we played well. We can do better. We had some tough calls, but that's not the excuse. Let's go out and get some fucking points." Let's let's do something good for our fans. Everybody, nobody, nobody's had a good year. Nobody's had a good year in not just soccer, but in in life. If you make masks, you you, you probably had a really good year. I take that back. Okay, if you make uh, certain the soaps and stuff, okay, certain very small amount of people have had a very good year. Even it's probably stressful to make all that stuff, though. So it wasn't that easy. Uh, so anyway, it it would be great for the Quakes to to pull something off there in L.A. And uh, I'll be watching. I'll be rooting for them. It's on uh, it's on Unimas usually, so that means you could probably stream it on Twitter as well. Just watch it, man. Figure out to watch it. Get into this. Get into this stuff. Things are crazy in the world, man. Uh, definitely still keep paying attention. Don't don't let don't let stuff get, get by you. But also, don't let shit divide us, dude. We're all in this together. It ain't. It ain't. Can't be that serious, you know. Especially, and if we don't got each other's back, we're definitely not not gonna get through it. If it is that serious, so yeah, look out for your neighbor, y'all. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm gonna get off the soapbox. This went on for way too long. I apologize, but we'll catch y'all next week. There's going to be more Quakes things to talk about, more news definitely around the league and here in San Jose or up there in San Jose, like I said. See you all next week. This is Oz signing off, Football Without Hesitation. Peace.